Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. So far, we've done TV licenses and orgies. Oh, I did something very 70s on the way... <laughs> speaking in... of orgies. Yeah, speaking of orgies. I did something very 70s on the way in. I was driving in, and uh, as I got cl- very close to work, there's a little kind of t- turn-off where the road splits into two, and you go straight on, or you go left to head towards um, the radio station. And it's quite narrow. It's only one one kind of narrow lane. And a car had broken down at the traffic lights where you would turn left. And you could kind of get around it by, instead of going left, going straight and then sort of just turning back on yourself a little bit. And uh, so I did that. And I drove and I thought, oh, I should probably go and push that car. No, I won't. That's a weird thing to do. I thought, because that's not a weird thing to do. Of course, it's it's the right and proper thing to do. So I parked about 50 yards up and I went back. And I'm so glad I did because it was a woman, I would say late 50s, early 60s, in the car on her own with the hazards going. And I kind of knocked on the window and I said, do you need a push? And she went, oh, that'll be, that'll be great. Thank you so much. And... I pushed the car. She had the handbrake on to start with. <laughs> because classic. I bet she's I bet she's not been pushed since 1984 oh. uh, in a car. Well, again, that's it. The keeps growing. Uh, but I haven't pushed a car maybe in the 90s, maybe a friend's car at college or something like that. Maybe 30 years since I've pushed a 25, 30 years since I've pushed a car. And I pushed the car and I said, there's, there's, there's like a bus lane just around the corner. We'll get you in, we'll get you in there, or a little lay-by. We'll get you in there. And I pushed her. And here's the thing, dear listener. There were cars beeping us, beeping us, behind us, and beeping because I was pushing her car. There were people, there were three people stood by the traffic. So right as close as you are to me, Kath, yeah, stood there. about two metres. And no one jumped out of their car or from that group said, yeah, I'll give you a hand, mate. Oh, do you need it? I'll give you a hand. Now, I'd forgotten, actually, that pushing cars is quite good fun because you feel really strong and it's quite easy. <laughs> but a, a hand would have helped. Yeah. A hand would have really helped because it was a bit tough to get it going. Um, and people were beeping me and we, I pushed her into the lay-by and I said, I... I that's all I can do. I don't know anything about cars, so I can't really help you. She went, no, you've been great, thank you. Then I got in my car, and then I thought, oh, let me just go back. And I said, are you okay? Have you, are you phoning someone? Have you got the AA or someone you can phone, or do you need me to call someone? She went, no, I'm making a call. Thank you so much. And it just struck me, I haven't pushed the car since, I would, I would say, 1992. And the 70s and the 80s, we were always pushing cars. Yeah. We're pushing cars to get them started, if the battery had gone flat. Pushing cars to get them started if it was cold. I remember that being a thing. And also pushing... I remember so many times being with my dad while he was driving. 
And we'd see a car broken down. And this is when I'm like eight. So 80, 81, 82. And he'd say, he would just stop in the middle of the road. He'd say, get out, son, we'll give this car a push. And we'd get out and we'd, help, we'd push someone to the side of the road. He'd have a little look at their car because he could do stuff like that. And then we'd go, that was happening all the time when I was growing up. I can't remember the last time I saw... I've seen someone pushing a car. Now people just sit behind them beeping. <laughs> beeping. And if I was in a car, if I was in traffic and I see someone pushing a car in front of me, I'd think, it's going to be quicker if I get out and give yeah. them a push as well. Go, do, do you need a hand? And if they say no... Come on, beep, yeah, 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 beep. get out of the way. You can, you Tell you can what, actually... lean, lean on the car as hard as you're leaning on your horn. You can make this happen faster. <laughs> Idiots. And it's a nice thing to do. And it was, you know, uh, maybe this is, you know, the patriarchy. It was a woman on her own. Maybe yeah, you didn't know that bit. when you got out of the car. I didn't know that, you know. Um, and it was an older person... Um, I don't want to sound, you know, patronising or anything. I mean, I don't know anything about cars. She could have been a fully trained... Her, her, her gears had gone, basically. The gear wasn't going, gears were knackered. Um, but I really enjoyed it. It made me feel powerful. I saw her. She was still there as I drove. Was she? Yeah. I, mean, that was I was about... very tempted to get out and push her back into the road. <laughs> that was about 25 minutes later, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, sitting um, there with the hazards on. Little silver thing. Little silver it? thing, yeah. yeah. Um, I talked about the car, not her. <laughs> OK, right. Um, but I just... It's this thing... And I did drive past her. My initial thought was, should I go and push her? No, that's weird. No, that's weird. That's where my head is at at the moment. No, that's weird. That's where I think a lot of... Well, the fact that someone was beeping me, the fact that three people were stood five foot away, if that, while I was doing it, and not one said to the other, hey, take my bag, I'll give them, give them this guy yeah. give a push. No one does that. Because sometimes it takes one person to intervene and yeah. then everyone else kind of snaps out of Be the chance. Be kinder. I'm really, tr- I'm really, really trying with this thing i'm really trying i did a thing yesterday on twitter i'm not people say virtue signaling but those people are tossers and i nicked it from someone i nicked it from a comedian a comedian we tried to get on the show and, and, and couldn't get on in the end where he does this thing he'll say i'm at an airport i've got a flight in 15 minutes does anyone need a pep talk and i, th- I, I keep seeing him do that i thought oh oh that's good he set a time limit and he's like, so I did it yesterday. I said, I've got 10 minutes before I go to work. Is everyone, does anyone want to chat? Out in the open, no DMs. Um, and, and if anyone just needs to chat, I've got 10 minutes. And I think people thought I was joking. To, and and a, a few people got in touch and, you know, we had a little chat on Twitter in public. And then I gave the number of the Samaritans. I'm going to do it again because it's, um, a load of people, uh, the, the people said... Thanks. That's it. Thanks for listening. That's all I needed. And that's it. I'm not saying this to blow my own trumpet. I'm saying this to say we can all do this. Keep it out in public. Keep it out of the DMs. Someone said, why are you not going into the DMs? Well, I don't have a great history on Twitter. Um, uh, Also, you would imagine it might be someone vulnerable. You you don't want to cause any problems. Out in the open, fine. Everyone can see what's going on. There's no, there's no, you know, shenanigans or anything like that. Also, you know, you maintain healthy boundaries. Exactly. Works for both sides. Exactly. Works for both sides. Protection for both sides. But also, someone might see someone sharing something and go, oh, I hope you don't mind, but that actually happened, very similar thing happened to me and this is what I did with mm-hmm. it. Um, be kinder. Be kinder. That's, the th- that's where, where I keep heading towards. Yeah. There's nothing wrong... There's nothing wrong with being a bit softer. Everyone's trying to be, you know, a tough guy and hilarious and sarcastic on yep. Twitter. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with being a bit softer. It's all right, isn't it? It's all right. 
be kinder. And I, again, I am, I'm sharing this not to, to blow my own trumpet. I don't have one. But to just, it's an example. It's an example of two tiny little things that took, well, 10 minutes on Twitter and five minutes, 15 minutes of my time. But it helps you as well. It felt, felt great. Mm-hmm. felt great. There's nothing wrong with that. It was buzzing. 0344-499-1000. Sonia, Caitlin, we're coming to you next. This is the Late Night Alternative, weeknights from 10 on Talk Radio. Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 0344-499-1000. If you've heard the um, Reply All podcast uh, about that lost song... Uh, we got the guy who wrote the song coming on the show next week, which is very exciting, very exciting. We've still got Pete coming on tomorrow, half past ten, to talk about his wonderful... I call it performance art. I don't know what he calls it. We'll find out. He's a listener who's um, started... who just bought, like, 500 VHS tapes, the kind where you tape, you tape them yourself. Yeah, used ones. Yeah, and he's going through them. And he's found treasure. He's found a bit of me on there. He's found a trailer for the 11 o'clock show with me. I don't remember that. And he found it. He's found some great stuff. He's found some really boring stuff. And he's found, um, like, a 10th generation Bluey. 10th <laughs> no, generation? Yeah, it's really bad quality. But there's no... What, a pirate? Yeah, no homemade <laughs> Blueys yet. But I think it's really interesting. And he's doing it on Twitch, which is something that fascinates me. And um, so he's coming in tomorrow, half ten for half an hour. I'm going to come in the studio and going to talk about why he's doing that, what he's found, what he hopes to find. I'm really hoping he's got some Carlton ad breaks coming up. That's what I'm looking forward to <laughs> the most. It's our friend Sonia. Good evening, Sonia. Good evening, Ian. If you, Catherine. If hey, you have phoned us up to tell us off for not sending you that picture... Yes. Good, good. Now... You're not going to send it? No, no, we've, no, no. We've taken it? No, Catherine, please. Catherine, let me deal with this. Sonia? Yes. Not my fault. It's Catherine's <gasps> fault. She has met. She. It's Catherine's fault. Catherine. No, let me quote directly from Ian Lee. <laughs> On Monday night, we took it as we were leaving. Yeah. So we went yeah. and stood in front of the talk radio sign. It's been taken. It was on a Polaroid. So we. It's actual Polaroid. Yeah. So uh-huh. it's in my bag. I wasn't in yesterday. I'm in today. We need to sign it and we'll get it. Let in me the go post. and get your bag. We're going to sign it now. Yeah. There should oh, be a, a shot. Sonia, nice. I'm going to go and get it now. We have yeah, one forgotten. She wants to tell you something. Oh, well. Hurry up! He's going to get your bag? Yeah, he's going to go and get my bag because it's got the photo in it and we'll sign it now while you're Really? That's lovely. When the postman comes, I think, oh, this is it, but it's not. Oh, I'm really sorry. He's uh, a huge okay disappointment. Because he wasn't in yesterday. Yeah, I, I needed to look after my kids last night because um, my husband's away and my parents couldn't take care of them as they have been doing all week. So. Oh, I'd have come down and look after them. Oh, <laughs> bless you. Well, you wouldn't want Little in at the moment. She's in the right mood. I don't know what's the matter with her. How old is she? Eight. Oh, lovely. What's she's, well, she just seems very short-tempered. I'm guessing tired. Mm. Um, she might be sickening for something. But oh. she's... You know when oh, they get a little bright. bit... Well, she's just a firecracker and she keeps yeah. going off. Sorry, I was yeah. late. Like, oh, I had to say hello fun. to the cleaners but using the Chinese foot swipe. <laughs> right, here we go. Let's find that picture. Here it is. Because we don't have... It's not... Um, like the old days, Sonia, when radio stations... Have you got a pen? Yeah. Uh, radio stations have, like, pictures yeah. and things. We, so we haven't got that. So we've taken a nice picture... That's lovely. ...on a Polaroid. This is unique. Uh-huh. One of a kind. That's a black pen, mate. You can't write black on black. On the bottom, you can. It's tiny. Oh, come on. Where's your silver pen? Oh, I've got a silver pen here. Yeah, well, let's do it in silver. Right. This is only the best for you, Very Sonia. Bossy. You're not a nuisance. She's quite, is. She is a bit of a nuisance. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm joking. Hey, we all loved um, that Nat King Cole yesterday. That, the other day when you called up, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone loved it, and people on Twitter were were loving it. Because I've not yeah. really listened to much Nat King Cole, but he's got he's got a voice like um, chocolate, hasn't it? My mum and dad's wedding song was "When I Fall in Love." So Nat King Cole's always been quite special in our house. It's lovely, yeah. I'm signing. Are you writing on my face? I'm writing on my face. Uh, now, hopefully that. Don't write on your face. No, I want to see your lovely face. Oh, Sonia. Sonia, you mucky pup. Um, now, don't smudge my... I'm not smudging You're it. smudging it. <laughs> You're smudging it. I want the best for the you best... You need another award for last night, by the way. I, um, <laughs> this is kind of what I'm thinking. How does one get an OBE? I'm joking. Um, it was some show last night, Sonia. There's a lot of people out there um, lonely and struggling. I tried to get my son, because he's like that a bit. He said, has tried to... While back after you've all taken overdose, oh and no, I for that poor man. Yeah, what's that? If you don't mind me asking, what's that like as a mum, knowing that your boy is in so much pain well, that they they do that? Well, I've got two sons and daughter, but this is the middle one, my blue-eyed boy. They call him. Yeah, he got came to our door. My husband was alive then, about twenty-five years ago, because he's fifty-three now. Yeah, and. Um, this fella had him. He found him in the hallway of the flat where they were living. His wife was having an affair and took the children, and he said he took an overdose. It's the most horrendous, horrible thing. Mm. You're, they're like your babies, to, you know, mm. birth to death. And it's, it's you know, I, I, I don't know why diazepam. I take, I've taken more than that, and I can't even sleep. Mm. <laughs> but... Um, that's that. How's he doing now? Is he is he all right now? No, he's in a bad way actually. Oh, he's, he's sofa surfing. Oh mate, he's 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 having a tough time. He's having a very very tough time. He's got with another woman, a girl rather, and she's a bunny boiler. She's possessive of him. Mm. Anyway, forget about that. I have not heard the phrase bunny boiler. Not to make light of what you know the worry you might be. Michael Douglas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was it? Indecent? No, not indecent proposal. It was. Um... I can't think. Oh, what was basic instinct. Basic instinct. That was it. I've not that's had that. Right. No, not basic instinct. No. That's uh, Sharon Stone. Yeah. What? Yeah. Fatal, Fatal attraction. attraction. Thank I you, knew Alex. it was a two-worder. Fatal attraction. Oh. It, it must be difficult as a well as a parent. You want the best for your kids. You want them to be successful, to you know be in love, and you, you want so to see him struggling and 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 mixing perhaps with with people that perhaps don't have his best interests at heart. No, that must be tough, Sonia. That must it be really tough. tough. It I, is tough, but there's people far worse off. I know that. Yeah, I there are, but I don't really like the comparison thing. Because there'll always be someone worse off, but that yeah. th that doesn't really matter when you're the one going through what you're going through. Yes. My thoughts but are with him. Can I talk to you about your four cats? Yeah, of course you can. My favourite, favourite topic. Cat called Tabitha. Yeah. It's <laughs> a great name. When <laughs> <laughs> my husband was alive, a British blue. But she wasn't just a cat, she never grew. She was like a kitten. Yeah. And when she used to crawl up my legs, each leg hurt me. Oh. And last night you said about this lady, fibromyalgia. I have that. Oh. And that's when I found out that I had it. Oh, because of, because of Tabitha. She diagnosed every, it. Every step she <laughs> took on my legs and sat on my lap. Oh, no. And she wasn't doing it with claws, because my boy George will oh. walk along your legs with his claws out. This was her just padded she feet. 
she did. Oh, did she? Oh, and it hurt. It does. And also, she had a thing about hands, but only me. She bit me one night, I was asleep. Oh, no. And I got cat scratch fever. Have oh, you heard of oh it? yes, I have. That's, a, it's a song, but also it's a nasty little disease, that, isn't it? Bled from every Steady. part of me. Okay, yes, gosh. And wow. don't forget, I was on my own. Yeah. And it was horrible, but I adored her. I loved her. And everyone came in and said, Where's your mad cat? And I used to get so annoyed. Mm. The other thing is, talking about cars, yeah. my late father was a fruit, um, well, a fruit truck. You heard of Spitfields Market? Yeah, of course. Sonia, do you think, what do you think I'm a baby or something? Of course <laughs> I've heard of Spitfields. <laughs> no. Um, well, he had a big van. He yeah. had four children, us four children. And me and my older brother, all three have died now. But um, we used to have to get out and get a thing in the front of the... Uh, engine and turn it. Oh, a, cr- a crank, a, a turn handle thing. What's it called? Is it cr- a crank handle, isn't it? Crank handle, yeah. yeah. Like in the thing? Laurel and Hardy films, that's how they'd that's start right. their cars. He used to do that a lot with us kids as well. <laughs> but um, <laughs> what I was going to say, something else I wanted to say to you, I've forgotten what it was. But anyway, thank you for doing that photo, which I'm wait by the door for it. Well, it is going to go in the post tomorrow, so yeah. hopefully Friday, Saturday it should come. Lovely. Lovely. But you know something, I must tell you, you do what I do and some of my children do. You talk very fast when you say your number. Oh. And I tried a half an hour oh, on the no. phone tried to put it in. That's because we didn't want you to phone us. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm, I, I will bear that in mind. Uh, can I say, Sonia, after your last call and now on Twitter, you've got so many people who are head over heels in love with you and sending you their best. You've got a lot of fans. Yeah. I've got cataracts and it's been broken in my eye under operation so I can't see uh, my iPhone at all. Well, trust me, everyone on Twitter is uh, is sending you their best right now. Wasn't well, that lovely? Isn't it? You've got a lot of yeah. fans out there. It's you, it's you doing it, though. No. You're, you're fabulous what you do. Please, uh, and I right. hope you get a contract again. Ah, uh, let's they see. And Friday's going to be horrible for me. What? Yeah, because Kath doing a show on her own, I wouldn't want to listen to no, that. No, I like Catherine, but you're not going to be there. Uh, but here's the thing, right? And, and Catherine's show is going to be great. I know. And, and I'm going to be hanging out with my kids on Friday night, so Lovely. I'm winning. Everyone's What's winning. Names. I, do you know what? I, I will tell you one day. I don't. I never say their names on air. Oh, right. Keep it I private, understand. in case there's yeah. kidnappers I know out there. they're eight and ten. Eight and ten, yeah. They're lovely yeah. little boys. They're my babies. Okay. All right, Sonia. Some woman's going to be fine for you one day because you're a lovely man. Sonia, thank you. are really sweet. I really enjoyed talking to you. We'll speak again okay, soon. darling. Take Bye care. Bye-bye. Bye. She, Sonia is my favourite caller ever. Ever. And excellent tasting cats, same cat as mine. <laughs> and guys. <laughs> <laughs> Guys. Anyway, so she's got cataracts. We're going to look great on this picture. <laughs> oh, it was a bit close, wasn't it? Good evening, Caitlin. Hello. Hey, Caitlin, what you got for us? Hi. What I wanted to do was explain how you and Kat had helped me. Oh, go on then. We've got time before the news. Of course we've got time. I really wanted you to know. Yes. Um, the first time I ever phoned you was after the guy you had on from America where his daughter was being exploited and abused and he just got her back. Okay, yeah. I think it was someone called Angelo. I'm not... I can't really remember his name. Okay. But he'd been on and then I phoned you explaining what had happened to me. 
Uh, yes, I um, remember. I remember. Yes. Yeah, you yes. remember. I'm there. I gotcha. Well, um, that was the first time, other than the police and the evidence, that I'd ever told anyone what had happened. Wow. Thank you. And it was so important that I said it because I thought it might save somebody else or give them the strength to leave. Yeah, it is important to share these uh, these stories whenever you can. Yeah, so, um, but that was the first time I'd said it. And the day after I called you, my mental health worker was here. Yeah. And I told her what I'd done and how much it had helped because you and Kath were so kind. You know, and you talk about your mental health all the time. You mm. don't, like, make a secret or hide it. If you're having a bad day, yeah. you'll tell us. Mm. So it kind of feels a bit like a family, and I just wanted to say that you and Kath have really, really helped me, and you probably never even realised that. Can it. I ask you a question, Caitlin? Yes, yeah, sure. Who is... Who is the best out of me and Kath? <laughs> oh, come on, that's who, a bit unfair. Who, who, is, no, who is the best? Out of, out see, of, I would never put you in that friend. position, Caitlin, but... Yes, but Go. you're nice in different ways. Because I heard this show that Catherine did on her own yeah. on, on a Friday, and she did brilliant. Yeah. But, Caitlin, if we were to stand either side of the street and call you... <laughs> Oh, come on. <laughs> She's just as bad as me, Caitlin. She's just as bad as me. <laughs> I'd go forwards or backwards wherever my cat was. There you go. Caitlin, listen, I'm, thank you so much. That's very kind of you to share that, and you're right. I think it's important that we talk about this stuff, we talk about the fun stuff, we talk about the lousy stuff, and people will identify with it, and, and, and it might just help. Caitlin, thank you. 0344 499 This is Talk Radio. Talk Radio. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Talk Radio. Oh, Sarah. Oh, no, 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 no. Milk is... No, no, no. Made my other half a cuppa today and noticed the date on the milk was the 1st of March. It didn't curdle, but I didn't put it in mine once I noticed. <laughs> no, milk is something you've got no, to be very, was. very precise with. One of the signs <coughs> I knew my mum's eyesight was going, which made me a cup of tea. Oh, oh Just God. thinking about it. Go on. And as I finished it, something hit my lips. <laughs> and it was like this iceberg of, like, cheese that had been in the bottom of the... Oh, <laughs> 
she poured in like she poured in loads of off milk and it was all in there it was all floating around at the bottom and I drank the whole thing and then there, there it was your mum disgusts me makes me gip just thinking about it gip gip um oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand what you got boily oh. <laughs> apart from vomit <laughs> Izzy says she's got strong bread flour dated 2015 <laughs> found on Monday. Okay. That's the thing about flour. You go through a phase of baking certain things and you stop doing yeah. it and then you've got loads in the... Yeah. Well, 2010 is balsamic vinegar from 2010 is the record so far. Can ancient. we beat that, please? 0344 499 uh, um, And Sarah, I w- I'm actually going to have to report you to Twitter because that thing about that milk is disgusting. Mm-hmm. That is horrible. A bizarre six-foot-tall creature described as a human deer is roaming Grimsby. <laughs> oh, I've heard about this. I've According seen a picture to people of it. who claim they've witnessed it. Is this the thing where it runs across the road and you can see its, its elbows? Uh, seen this? I don't think I've got a picture. I saw a picture, uh, so I saw a picture of um, like this... It was supposed to be a deer running across the road, but it had elbows. Oh, my God. And it was running, obviously running... It was obviously a human running on its arms and legs. Um, Lee Solways, host of the Realm of the Supernatural podcast, told the Daily Star Online there have been five or six sightings of the creature in the Lincolnshire region over the last 40 years. Yeah. Every witness describes it the same way. They claim... After how many years? 40 years. I don't believe it then. Well, they might be reproducing. No. What is it? Well, I don't know. Half sorry, man, no idea half deer. Half man, half deer. Amir or a Dan. Dan. <laughs> Dan. Dan. <laughs> a Mambi. It's like some of the people tweeting in tonight. Um, every witness describes it the same way. They claim it is half man, half deer with antlers, mostly walking on two legs. <gasps> Sounds like the green man. Has there ever been a fashion... We've had hats, we've had the shark's fin, we've had some crazy haircuts. Has there been a fashion for strapping antlers to your head? Yeah, little girls do it all the time. Well, kitty ears, antlers. Like, but like, and like wooden ones, like oh, real no. deer. So you get them off a deer, real wooden antlers Tricky to drive, deer. isn't it? Tricky to drive when you're wearing those <clears> or going through any doors. You know this is a tall man. Imagine you wearing a pair of those. I'd look so, I would look great with some proper real wooden antlers on. From the saw. I'm not, please don't go off and, and saw off a, a deer's... We need to take this to the dragons. Yeah, I'd be up for that. Or tusks coming out of my arse. Oh, my God. I've seen tails. I've seen people wearing tails. Oh, yeah, but that goes up the... No, 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 not that kind. The fox, you, like on a belt. Who was that German woman that ran like a horse? Do you remember that? Yeah. Google, I'm not... Uh, That's Google incredible, it. wasn't it? German woman she running like a horse. She go quite fast and do jumps. It was remarkable. She would just gallop along the street. <laughs> it's not right, though, is it? It's against nature. It was very, very weird. German woman running along like a horse. Oh, hang on a minute. Oh, God. Cara, are you... Di- I'm get- First message saying, I can't get you through on the phone. It's saying it's busy. Are you dialing the right number? Um, let me just dial... Oh, God. Anyway. No, hang-, well, hang on. No, we've got to test the phones now. What? Oh, I'm sorry. I just want the show to work. I'm sorry, Catherine. Catherine Boyle. Why am I I'm blocking my number? I don't need to. 0344 499 1000. Here we go. In talk radio, calls are charged that your provider's national radio. This goes through, Cara. You're in huge trouble. 
Kari, you're in trouble. Full of it. Absolutely full of it. You're dialing the wrong number. Thank you. Anyway, so this thing, uh, they claim it's half man, half Sorry, deer. I've got no idea what we're talking about. In Grimsby, they've got a half man, half deer thing going as up you around. Say, as you say. It reported. We'll find out about uh, it after this. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Hi, Ian and Kat, says Sophie. I used to go out with someone in the 80s and his family were very bohemian. Swingers. And his mum would cook really bad vegan food for me. I was given tinned marrow fat peas that were radioactive lime green and the expiry date was June 1974. Oh, my God. And it was 1990. <laughs> Put me on the bog for three days. <laughs> Flipping heck. She didn't like you. Flipping heck, man. <laughs> That's terrible. Anyway, they claim it's half man, half deer. Okay. With antlers. A mamby, I would call this. I would call this mamby. Like man bambi. Mamby. There we go. Cara's got two! She was dialing the wrong number! Idiot. You absolute melt. It reportedly. Mamby. Tell us the mamby story. I already said that. It reports- Do you remember the song mm-hmm. Frankie? Yeah. I would Sister sing. Sledge. I, would, I bought that and I was too embarrassed to tell my family me? I bought it. Oh, I had that. I had the tape. I, I would now sing it as Mambi. Why? Because that's what people do, isn't it? People. Please tell this story. It reportedly has brown fur, a mane, is the same height as a tall human man, and most disturbingly of all, has glowing red eyes. <laughs> Solway says it sounds like a puka. <laughs> a feature, a figure in Celtic folklore that can change its shape. Well, it's, everything could sound like one of them then if it's a shape changer. Welsh mythology features a similar creature called a puka. <laughs> and in Cornish mythology, it's called the puka. The pook are said to be fairies living near ancient stones in the Channel Islands. Solway says the creature was once sighted by a schoolboy bunking off for the day. Oh, right, yeah. He saw a creature step out of the cornfield, looked at him and then bolted, bounding like a kangaroo. So it was a kangaroo. Despite being a native Grimbarian, Solway hasn't spotted the pooka himself but believes there's definitely something going on in the area. A keen Bigfoot experience, his first, oh sorry, expert, his first experience with the paranormal came as a child when he encountered what he believes was a fairy posing as a little boy in the cupboard under the stairs of his family home. I'm just going to say, I think we've got a new leader. It's um, S.C. Kelfie. It, um, it's a tin of Prince's stewed steak with gravy... Now, here's the thing, here's the thing. You say your dad left it to you in 1999. The best before end... It looks old, but the best before end date is December 2001. So I can only put that down as 2001. I can only put that down as... two. It's almost 2002. So December 2001 is the best so far, and it's Prince's stewed steak with gravy. Back to the Mambi. He's also seen a shadow man when he was babysitting, which he says tried to push his friend down the stairs. The end. Okay, let's go to. Thank you for that. It uh, filled some time. Whatever. Let's go to Cara. (laughs) Whoops, I'm so sorry. Would you like to apologise to me, please? Yes, I would, to you and Catherine. Here's the thing here's what got me blocked by Piers Morgan is when I replied to him, an apology usually has the word sorry in it. 
Oh, I'm sorry. Thank you. I'm very sorry. I am very sorry. Uh, would you like to apologise to the listeners? I just did. I'm sorry. And to Alex. Sorry, Alex. What did you? What were you doing? Were you dialing the wrong number? Oh wait. Oh, you're like. Remember Cleo? Cleo uh, kept starting all these false alarms and proper investigations. He was dialing the old number. Well, because it comes up talk radio as well. I didn't even realise until you said it on air. Oh, you absolute prune. Anyway, I'm so glad that you're here now because this is going to be gold. I'm sorry, Don. Yeah, I hope you can hear me okay because I've had to come up to my car. Pardon? Oh, don't. (laughs) It's freezing out here as well. But um, I didn't want my youngest daughter to be earwigging. Go on, what's happening? Um, it was just about the lovely Sonia's... Um, um, all I can hear is my own voice, by the way. It's horrible. I mean, if I put my headphones on, does that, does that make it any better? Hello? No. OK. That's fine, don't worry. Um, or, um Yeah, <laughs> oh, no, don't, I'm a bit, like, all over the place. Um, yeah, the lovely Sonia, um, her call was... Well, basically, I'm just going to come out with it. My my daughter has tried to kill herself just ah, before Christmas. Yeah. Um, the older daughter. Um, the younger one obviously knows about it, but I, I didn't want to talk about it when she can hear me. Um, she's 15. The, the oldest is 19. Yeah. Um, she started self-harming when she started junior school, so like 11, 12. And I didn't pick up on it, which I'll never forgive myself for because I got the lies oh I fell in a bush oh I picked up a cat and it scratched me and I was like oh silly girl you know put some germaline on it took me months to realise what was going on um, she's now 19 and it's just got worse and worse and she's covered in head to toe mm. in scars um, and it's worse now because she's, she's moved out um, and I got a call about November October November time She'd taken a massive overdose. Um, but the thing is, because she's an adult, they won't tell me anything. No. It was her boyfriend that called. So I went rushing up to the hospital. Wasn't even allowed to see her in yeah. because she's an adult. And she didn't She didn't want her mum in there. Yeah. Um, I don't know what's happening with her now. She won't talk to me. Why, won't she, why won't she talk to you? Is there, is there some beef? Is there some no, beef no, 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 no. We are so close, and I think it's because she just doesn't want to upset me. Yeah, I get that. Um, if I see her arms, she'll quickly like pull her sleeves down. And I, I, I try so... Like, she came over last night, um, and she gave me a hug, and, and I saw her arms, and it's so hard, Ian, not to just say, oh, darling, they're awful. And I just... I, I feel a bit lost, and I kind of wanted to ask, Catherine, I hope this doesn't offend you. Ian, oh, of course, it doesn't but, offend. Of course, it doesn't um, offend me. How did Catherine go about, like um, the, the impact, everything that went on with yourself? Mm. How, how did she deal with that? You know, did she have people mm. around her to talk to? Not many, but I had one person who um, gave me some guidance about right. protecting myself. Okay. Because here's the thing: if you go under. all is lost exactly but also it's about recognising the fact that you are not causing what's happening Um, you can't control it and you can't live your life you know um, the the trouble I have is uh, well 
the balancing act is being concerned but not being so concerned that you're living in a state of panic because that's no good yeah. for you, right? And 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 you can't sustain that. That's no that's no good. But this yeah. advice I was given. Mm-hmm. Um which I've said to you before. Mm-hmm. You don't mind me saying this. No, do you? no, no, no. Was, was, was um do everything you can. This is this, just for those who don't know. This is when I relapsed on hard drugs, and Kath's my best mate, and was trying to help me. This is what we are yeah. referring to. Yeah, sorry, so are you. That's right, no, no, go on. And um, do everything you can so that you will know you've done all you can if yeah. you survive that person. Yeah. Which is a really horrible thing to hear, but yeah. makes sense because you know you've got another daughter, you've got yeah. life. And also, I, I understand a little bit of, of what you're going through in that you spend, mm. from the moment you wake up, maybe you get two minutes when you're not worried, but from the moment you wake up to the moment when you go to bed, you're worried. It's that sick yeah. feeling in your stomach. You know, yeah. I mean, all I can think of, Catherine, is that, you know, when they're little and they get a little scrape on their knee and you're like, oh, you know, let's put some cream on it, cuddle, yeah. kiss, you know, and, and, and you can't. You want to fix it. You can't fix it. And no. it did take me a long time to stop blaming myself. You know, is it something I did? I bought them both up on my own. Is it something I didn't do, something I did do? But then I accepted that, you, no, I am. I have a bloody good mother. Yeah. I've tried so hard despite all my own struggles. And it sounds like you're doing the right thing in that you want her to know that you're there and you're waiting for her to yeah. come back. But you can't force her. No, and but it's just so hard because she just she shuts me out, and you'd never know. I mean, I'm sort of one of these people. I I get through with humour, yeah, and and everyone's always, oh, you're so happy. How are you so bubbly with everything? Going, I'm not, yeah. and I'm struggling, and I I just don't know who to turn to. The mental health team are like, well, we can't talk to you about anything to do with your daughter. Hmm. I, I I completely understand that. But how can I help when I don't know what's going on? I think the first thing you need to do is make sure that you're shored up, that you are getting... You've got someone to talk to. I don't, is it? Let me think. What can I suggest? Hmm. There must be... Sorry, I know this is a bit crappy and a bit... No, it's not at all, because it's... When Sonia mentioned it, bless her heart, and, and Ian said, how does that feel as a mother? Yeah. And I thought... It's it's literally the worst feeling in the world. It's helplessness. You can't do anything. I get it. What about so she's she's not a she's a, not a child, is she? But she's nineteen. Um, she's my baby cat. I'm wondering if it's maybe there's a, there's a number here for the Young Minds Parents Helpline. Right. Because it's more for the you know it, there's helplines there for people who are going through it directly but you know you want to know how you can support her but also not you know not go under yourself yeah see i can't crumble i could never cry i mean even when she took the overdose i I couldn't what what can i do i can't cry i can't get upset because then she'd feel guilty here's something here's something national self-harm network online support forum i did do a course Kath. um i think it was flash i did a six-week course um, that's when she was still living at home. Right. And it was on a Saturday, and all I could think is, she's at home on her own. Yeah. And it, and it was, I mean, I know now she's she's got a very supportive partner, and he really looks out for her. Yeah. But the only contact I have with her really is just checking her status on Facebook, and they're awful. I've had to unfollow my own daughter because I can't Cause it's read too, his yeah, writing. It's too upsetting. 
Mm. Have a look at... Um, have you got a pen? I have a little sitting in the car. All right. Well, if you Google... Um, yeah. There's this thing called the National Self-Harm Network and there is an online right. forum and it's not just for people who are doing it, it's for families as well. Oh, really? That's, you, you know, if you can talk to someone who right. gets it... Yeah. Um, that might be helpful. Um, Thank you. Maybe someone's listening who knows better than we do on mm. this one because... I'm sure um, there's so many people going through it, but it's so hard to talk... Because it's not about me... And, and I feel yeah. guilty saying, look, can someone help but, me? But it is allowed to be a bit about you because you need support as well. And for my other child, she's 15, you know, yeah. nearly 16, and, and it's so hard. Yeah. I don't get it, Mum. How do I, darling? Um, well, hold on to this thing that you you can't... You didn't cause it. No. You can't cure it, and you can't control it. All you can right. do is, you know, be there and let her know that you're ready and that you're ready to hear her out. They're so amazing, cows. They're so beautiful. I'm oh, sorry. Thank no, you. Don't I ever apologise. So Do you know what? I'm really um, honoured that you felt able to trust us with this. It's, a, it's. I a... don't talk to anyone. This is the first time, like, so to say, like, since she was I, 11. I've never spoken. I, I can be a bit like that. I'm usually the fixer. Yeah. I'm usually the fixer. And yeah, it wasn't until laugh through life. <laughs> yeah, and then it's not until someone asks how you are that you go. Oh, I don't oh. think I'm. I don't think I'm right. Luckily, no one does. No, they don't, do they? Because they always think you're managing. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. You can call us whenever you want, you know that, don't you? Thank you. And uh, I'm so proud of you and Ian. And Ian, you, you're just doing so well. You are amazing. Thank you, mate. Oh, <sighs> your 15-year-old as well. Yeah, I try. I try and protect her from it. She's doing a mock exam, know, you know. And but she know, she'll know something's going on, though. Oh, she does. I she would, sees everything she puts on Facebook as well, and I'm like, just don't look, darling. I would, uh, I would, I would talk to her. I would, I would yeah. suggest talking to her because if you don't, there is a chance that at some point she might resent you. Yeah. Even though all you're doing is trying to protect her, she might resent you for not telling her stuff. And yeah, um, no, you're fifteen right. is um, fifteen is still a baby, but they've also got yeah. their head screwed on. And I just think, obviously, you don't have to go into the full graphic detail. But if if you and 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 try not to um, put any of your worry that you've got onto your fifteen year old. Yeah. In a matter of fact way, say, look, you've probably noticed some stuff is going on. This is mm. what's going on, and this, you know, you know, I just yeah. I share with your fifteen. Yeah, she is aware, but you know, okay, it's something good. that we haven't actually had a. Full on. Uh, no, you're right. I think uh, I'll let this this week is exam week. Yeah. So we'll wait to the weekend, and I think we'll have a little girly night, me and her. I That's think a good she shout. would appreciate That's that, and I think her. that would be very helpful in yeah. for perhaps stopping for both of you, but for mm. perhaps stopping it repeating itself with her. Yeah, this is the thing, isn't it? They're so lucky to have you, Cara. And also, Thank just very you. quickly, do the two girls get on? Yeah, God. Well, then you okay. never know. You never know what you know. What conversation? If you talk, if you're talking with her, not to pass on messages, but if the 15 yeah. year old has some awareness of it, you never know what conversation she might have with her older sister. That's that might true. there's going to be no immediate fix to it. No. But little seeds need to be planted, and at some point, hopefully, those seeds will grow. No, you're right. You're Thanks. a good egg, Cara. Bye. You got this. Thank you. I love you guys. Thank mm. you, mate. Take care. Thanks for finding. Bye bye. 0344 499 1000. This is Talk Radio. Online, on DAB, and on the Talk Radio app. Talk Radio. What were we talking about? Louis Louis? Well, we were, we were playing different versions of Louis Louis. We've redone that already. You started on something else. 
you come to a decision. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm not going to lose weight. I'm, I'm overweight. And people go, oh, yeah, you look hot. I do look hot. Um, and you're not overweight. I am overweight. And I'm wearing these trousers and they're very tight. 34, very tight. I used to fit into a 34 so easily. And we mentioned this the other day and I've really been thinking about it and it's the total thing. To, I've been really, I've been trying to lose weight for about four years, three years, three years. And I can't because I quite like food. And I don't like exercise. And I've gone down from, I don't know, I don't weigh myself anymore. I'm not as big as I was. When we went to New York, that was probably my biggest when we went to New York. And uh, so I'm not as big as that. And I'm nearly 50. And unless I put in some major lifestyle changes, I'm not going to get back to what I was five, six years ago. So I'm going to buy bigger clothes. I'm going to buy bigger clothes. I'm going to accept the size that I am. It's not, it's not huge, right? It's not huge. But I'm going to accept the size I am and I'm going to buy 36-inch you don't even need to think of them as bigger clothes. Buy clothes that fit. That's it. That's it. I'm, I'm really Because a tight waistband is just a continual guilt girdle, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I've come to that conclusion too. I think there's something to be said for... I think working these hours is messing with our metabolism. I don't eat a great deal, but I put weight on. I, don't, I can't seem to shift it. Um, and this is not to say I'm going to go crazy with my food... Mm-hmm. I'm going to enjoy my food, but I'm going to cut back on the Mackie D's. I'm going to cut... I cut. I did stop the lattes for a long time. I've just gone back on them in the last week. Stop the lattes, cut back on the Mackie D's. Um, and I'm going to... Once it gets a bit warmer, I'm going to walk more up uh, Coombe Hill. It's a great place to go walking up there. So I'm going to, going, to, going to do that. But... And if I lose a bit of weight, that's great. If I don't lose a bit of weight, I'm going to have trousers that fit. Yeah, and they'll look better. And that's... Um, and I'm having a big clear out of my wardrobe because I live on my own. I've got, I've got a big wardrobe full of clothes and I've got some other clothes in another wardrobe and I've got a chest of drawers. So I've got a couple of suits where the trousers are never going to fit me again. So I get rid of the trousers. Keep the jackets if they fit they're nice jackets. Get rid of the, I'm, I'm having a big clear out of clothes. Um, and uh, I've already got one... Ba- first, first whip through one black bag of clothes. I want to get... If I can fill two more black bags... Then I'll treat myself to some new shirts and trousers. Although I found, I found two pairs of trousers I'd forgotten all about the other day. Brown, a brown pair of cords mm-hmm. and just some nice brown, what I believe they call them cargo pants. Do they call them cargo pants? They've got loads of pockets. No. Right, so... Pants, trousers. Is it more of a... Um, it's a trouser. Like a, like no, a... don't say chino. No, they're going to say, um, what do they call them in America? Khakis. Oh, no, well, this is... You know what happened to me the other day? Um, you know when I lost the... Uh, I couldn't get, get into my car because I'd lost the keys. Yes. Um, and do you know how I got in there? I rubbed my trousers on the lock and it opened the car. What? I was wearing my car key trousers. Oh! oh yes, She didn't. Yo, she did! She did! <laughs> With pleasure. I'm just a joker here to make you laugh. Ignore my tears in the dark. 
I'm a happy man. A song and dance to make you smile. But as I walk home alone on the lonely mile, I cry, cry, cry. Please ignore my tears, my dears. My jokes are what I offer. Please don't tell anyone I know. I'm a lonely bugger. I go home. I have my beans, my toast. It keeps me warm. I sleep alone. I bathe alone. I play with my bits alone. But on the stage, I will make you laugh. I put the sadness in the dark. My misery, my loss, all those bad things, I'll put to one side. I'm a puppet with strings. I entertain you. My favourite line in that. <laughs> I have my beans. <laughs> I'm going to surprise you. Was that an original hit? I made, was making that up on the spot. I'm astonished. On the spot. You've got to write some of this down. On the spot. Well, I know Luke's listening and I, he's always coming up with these weird albums that no one I buys. I bet he's not listening anymore. No, he's, he is, if he's got any sense, oh, God. if he's got any sense, oh, he will have taped that and will be now adding a, um, strings to it. I have my beans. On his Moog. <laughs> um, my son, my eldest son today... My, don't cry. My, ah, I just keep thinking of your beans. <laughs> my eldest son. Oh, oh that hurts. <laughs> my eldest. <laughs> my eldest son today said, "Daddy, you're so good at making up songs." And I said, "Yes, I am." Except I didn't say it. I sang it like this. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Okay, you're just taking the piss. This is talk radio. Talk radio. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 